morning, everybody. I hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving and a good holiday weekend. Hopefully by this time we're all cured from our food hangovers slash regular hangovers, feeling back to normal. I know it took me a few days, but we're back. And so today we are gonna finish out our Am I Enlightened conversation um, inspired by this book, The Peacemaker's Path by Jerry Zare. Um, we got the chance to interview him a couple weeks ago and he is just, hey Bailey, he is just a warm hug of a human being. Um, he is just super caring and you can tell by the way he listens, the questions he asks, and uh, he's just a fantastic person. He's a clergy ordained clergyman. Um, he spent years studying all the different world religions and that's kind of what this book is all about. Um, it has six themes and it's in a 40 day devotional format and it is truly wonderful. So we're going to go over some of the questions that he posed in the book today. We went through four of the themes last time, but we have two more themes to go over. So we're going to be going over, uh, theme five actions and impact and theme six quest for peace. And let's bring Cap. Hi. <laughs> Hi, gorgeous. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Doing this. How are you doing? I know. I'm good. I'm good. Surviving, getting through the morning. That's it? So, yeah, surviving. pretty much. Pretty much. That's where we're at. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. What yeah, I'm trying. No, 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 no. I love that you describe Jerry as a warm hug of a human. I feel like I wish I would have come up with yes. that. That's so good because it's so <laughs> accurate. That can be the name of his episode. No, too late. I'm too far in. Yeah. I can't go back and change everything now. But yes, yeah, he totally is. Yeah. He totally is. So what's going on? Well, do you have a peak of the week from the last couple of weeks? I know it's been, I, I guess, two yeah, weeks. Yeah. Who knows at this point? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. No, the holiday was restorative and necessary, you know, so mm -hmm. that was really good. But I think the the peak of my week is just being able to speak to my nephew on FaceTime. I've been oh. getting to do that more often and it's just, it brings me such joy. So, um, there's nothing like yelling hi, hi over and over <laughs> and over again into FaceTime and just seeing him be so busy and my brother trying to keep up. It's a hilarious <laughs> turn of events for our lives. So, you know, I've wanted to have a nephew for a really long time. And so I have one, and now that he gets to FaceTime me, it just makes me the happiest person in the world. So that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, sweet. that makes me happy yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. So, what's going on with you? What's your peak of the week? Well, I also had a wonderfully restorative weekend, and we did absolutely nothing. So, my peak of the week was going to be that Sunday we were going to put all the Christmas stuff up, but we just chilled all day. And and so yesterday he was like, we were sitting on the couch. He's like well, do you want to watch TV for like two hours or do you want to put the Christmas stuff up? My answer was TV. Both? <laughs> I got a really, yeah, I got a really uh, judgmental look from him. So um, we put all our Christmas stuff up. But then this morning, like six minutes ago, I got a text from him asking if he wanted, if I wanted to uh, drive around and look at Christmas lights tonight, which is my absolute favorite Oh, thing. fun. So that has now topped the charts for my peak of the week. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever done the Highland Park one? I haven't done Highland Park. It's, well, yeah. I did it in high school, but 
we didn't even get into like we we stayed on a main street because the traffic was so backed up that we couldn't even get on it's to. crazy yeah. yeah i've always wanted to go i've never i've never gotten to go either um really? but i've seen like you can do like by carriage and stuff yeah, and go through there and it's just so cool i have a friend that her and her family do it every year really so yeah it's they do like a booze trolley though. <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> With like all their family and stuff. I'm like, that's awesome, right? If only. We did, um, we did West Plano last year, right around where I work, which is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. But um, on the way, when I've been driving to my venue, we pass by some of these really, really nice neighborhoods in Salina and Prosper. Oh, so yeah. We're just going to go check those out uh, tonight because they're closer. And I like going to new areas, you know, that I haven't seen. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. I'm pumped. It's coming alive around here. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. Like all these properties, it's just like so many just like random blow ups and things in the yard. And then I'm like, I've got like a few things on my porch. <laughs> like I need to step it up. I, I'll decorate the inside. But one of our neighbors was telling us about the great deal he got on on his Christmas lights. And he was telling us that they were $650. And I was like, <laughs> Clayton and I both came inside. He goes, were you surprised by that? I was like, shocked. <laughs> Absolutely not. It costs a lot of money to have people come yeah. put all that stuff up. It's, it's wild. Clayton, no, like, thank I'm gonna, you. I'm going to put out like a statement on Facebook. Like anybody want 300 bucks? Come put my, <laughs> come put my Christmas lights up. But we're going to wait till we have kids to do that stuff anyways. Because it's like, yeah. it doesn't give us any like excitement or joy, you know? So. Yeah. It's just a headache and you're like, yeah. Freaking electricity bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Six hundred bucks to install and take down, and then good luck with the electricity. That's weird. yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's a cheap ass. Whatever it is, what it is. I just <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I just yeah. I'm horrible. But well, whatever. Clayton wanted to leave the Christmas tree on overnight, and I was like, no. Like, no I do the same thing. I'm like unplug everything. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. Well, so, funny. Um, so before we talk about our questions, I wanted to get into Christine's episode um, yeah. with Christine Handy. Do you have any favorite parts? What a woman, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like everything about her is so inspirational. Um, but I, I think what shocked me the most, because the whole episode, I was just like, wow, wow, wow. And I remember feeling that even going into the interview, you know, like mm -hmm. she's just so impressive. But I, I think what shocked me the most was that we were going in to talk to her about her book yeah. and this, this crazy story based off of her life and in her medical issues. And then she tells us, Oh, so much more has happened yeah. <laughs> since then. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just like, how can it get any worse? Yeah. <laughs> I just, and it did. And she's writing a sequel. And so that really stuck with me. But I think the underlying message of all of that is just like, you are going to be hit with so many things throughout your life. And it's just up to you, like, to keep living and, and to just keep moving forward and, and doing the things and being of service to other people. And I think that's what stuck with me the most after our conversation with her. Um, yeah. But, yeah, what about you? That's almost exactly what I wrote down, actually, because... Really? Yeah, Same brain. Like, yeah, well, really, you can't <laughs> knock this woman down. Like, my mom texted me. She's like, wow, this lady. I, <laughs> I was like, right? It just doesn't stop, but, like... Her attitude about it and just her resilience that she, like, keeps continuing to, to, like, persevere through this stuff and have a good attitude about it and still be thankful, even though it's, like, an abnormal amount of, like, crazy health issues. And pour into other people. 
Yeah. Like throughout that, like, that's just, that blew me away. It's like, oh my gosh. And, and the <laughs> I, nonprofits she's on, um, helping like donate wigs to women with cancer. Like, it's just so admirable. And a lot of people, you know, they, they get stuck. And I, I mentioned this on the podcast, they get stuck in like the victim mentality of like, why me? Why is this happening to me? Why did this happen to me? And instead she took it and like, was like, why not me? Like, this could be a lesson for me or something to empower me to do something about this for other people who are struggling. Cause it's not just me, you know? And I think that that attitude is very rare and um, just awesome to, to witness, you know, she's amazing. Well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's really, really amazing. You guys go check it out. Um, she just, her story, it just keeps going. I have a feeling this is not the last that we're going to talk to her or have her around HTC because she just, she really blew me away and, and she's not stopping anytime soon. In fact, her mission's just getting bigger. And I think it's really cool. I, I love seeing people that turn their pain into purpose. Like, like mm -hmm. we've been saying all week throughout our posts and stuff. It's, it's a really good message and it was a really good conversation. I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot yeah. about myself. <laughs> you know, it's, a, yeah. it's always a mirror when people come by and, and, and speak with us. And, and, and she definitely was that for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's amazing. And her her energy is contagious. So that, uh, that episode is grit plus grace with Christine handy. And it aired on Monday. If anyone wants to listen, you can go to our website, HTC pod, or just wherever you listen to podcasts. And, um, you can watch the video though on the website. So if you're more interested yeah. in watching, go there, um, listening, you can go pretty much anywhere, but yeah. okay. I love it. On to the question. Of dun, the dun, dun. The reason we're here. Okay, let me just chug this real quick yeah. and get my anxiety yeah. right. Chugging. <laughs> it's too hot. Front and back. I know, right? It's so, so crazy. Good one. <clears throat> yeah. Let's do it. The two themes that we have left are um, actually. So, if you wanted to go back and listen to the first four themes, um, that is our "Am I Enlightened?" Part One. Um, I think that aired like a couple weeks back. So um, this is part two of that. So we've got theme five, actions and impact to start with. So his light first, stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and then there's the quest for peace, which I'm like, oh, it's too much. It's too. <laughs> we'll see. What's yeah. That? Yeah. Um, okay. So first question from Jerry, is there a desire that you have that you have not yet planted in your heart and in your mind? That you have not planted in your heart. Can you go first? I want to make sure I yeah. understand the question. This, this for me was like something that you think about yourself doing or wanting or being. Okay. That's what I thought like too. Thought, but you haven't like really like, like absorbed that or thought about how you would do it or, or you know, that's how I. Taking the action it. steps to get it done. Yes. So then so, we know what mine is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's the freaking book. It's, the book. it's all the stories I want to tell. It's it's writing. It's projects. It's things like that. That's well, you are writing them. You're just not telling I am. them yet. And you will. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm glad I have you. <laughs> I think about that all the time. It's like, do I just start telling them and talking about them? And then it's like, oh, I'm, we'll get into it, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like how Joe Rogan talks about stand-up. You have to, like, Put it out there and see if it needs any tweaking and it gets feedback and you know and retell it a different way maybe i love him as an interviewer and talking i hated his stand-up i hated going i hated every part of it hated really? it hated the entire experience i thought it wow. sucked hard oh, wow. <laughs> i saw him once live in houston 
I did like it, but it wasn't like a Dave Chappelle or like. No. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I was really disappointed. <laughs> I feel bad even say that. Like, don't come for me. I still like him. Well, I just, um, male energy. and I think, and I, you know, me with that stuff. I'm just like, fuck all the way off. Excuse well, and me. And I people, think that's like just... a lot of his audience too. Is <laughs> and I'm married to that. So yeah. it's just kind of like, ugh, why we paid to see this? We could have just stayed home. <laughs> okay, I liked it more than you, but I do like him as an interviewer more for sure. Yes, I do too. I do too. Um, so mine, <clears throat> a desire that I have that I haven't yet like planted is definitely that I want to like have a family and be a mom um, at, at some point, but I haven't like really put myself in that mind space yet because there's still so much to do, you know, mm-hmm. but now that we're going into like January and that's the year like we're getting married and then it's like, Okay, like, you know, it's coming quick. It, it is. It, it's really quick. And so it's something that's kind of like starting to bubble up. And I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> but, Let um, it bubble. Baby fever. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Less than zero. Baby fever. <laughs> Just to be clear. One day, though. One day. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Sure. Are there thoughts that you allow to dwell in your mind that distract you from keeping your focus positive? Yeah. So that's like my biggest battle of my life. I think, um, it's no surprise to anyone who knows me. I fight depression like a motherfucker. Yeah, I know. I know. I just don't want to like, I don't know. It's, it's a tough topic. It's something that I deal with constantly. Um, I wake up every day just trying to find the joy and it's hard because mm-hmm. I like, um, Christine had mentioned in her thing when she deals with like, I think she said the term low level sadness and that really stuck with me. Um, I mean, I wake up every day with that. And so it's a struggle. Um, I'm committed to getting past it. Mm -hmm. I don't try to live there, but I mean, it's always at the surface every Mm -hmm. freaking day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think so. I don't, I'm similar to that. Are you? That shocks me because you're so positive and happy all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't wake up that way. I tell myself I'm not a morning person, but really I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to have any responsibilities. And it automatically puts me in like a, like, you know? Yeah. And then I have yeah. to rewire like, okay, no, like what would you be doing if you didn't have this or have to go to work? Or you'd be just sitting, you know, feeling like crap and feeling empty. And so, but it's always something I wake up and it's like, I want to be like a little nine-year-old kid again on you know, Christmas break, just like no plans, nothing to do. No plans, nothing. Yeah. 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 It me, does distract from keeping positive though, yeah. from staying in it. it it's hard. Yeah. It's hard work. But for, for me though, the, what like, what I dwell on sometimes, cause usually I can kick myself out of that. I'll do the meditation or I'll um, yeah. do the breath work and then I get the ball rolling and then I'm awake. It's usually just like when I'm in that like very tired first waking up mode. Um, and then Clayton's over here because he's working from home this week. It's his last week of work. And I, I open my eyes and he's like, not <laughs> ready to go. Like, he's so happy. He's full of joy. His life's so good right now. <laughs> he's got it all. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm glad we have tools in our toolbox, though, that we're able to tap into and that and it's not a place to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's so important. Because I see him in the morning, like, how do you wake up like that? Like, it's just, he's like an alien to me, but. Yeah. But uh, as long as you get there eventually, and I do, I yeah. get there. But, but what I dwell <laughs> on that keeps me, like, out of a positive mindset is, is usually the shoulds. And that really mm. came to light when we were talking to Chad about, like, 
what is success for this podcast? Like, what is success to you and to me and to together? And um, when I'm comparing, not even necessarily to things that exist, but to what my mind, my perfectionist mindset is like, we should be here. Like, this is what we should be seeing. These are the people who should be listening. These are the numbers we should be getting. That's when the positivity is just drained from mm-hmm. my, you know, cause it, I, I don't, we're not celebrating any of the wins. And that's why that whole um, Spotify wrapped thing that we were talking about. That was special. Yeah. It was so meaningful because it's like, okay, I obsess about these numbers and I think that we should be doing so much more, but yet like our streams were up 200% and our listeners were up 180. And it's just like, and we gained two new countries in the last, you know, since January and, and like that stuff, it's amazing. And, and you, you forget it for sure. I know I dwell in the, am I doing enough? Am I not doing it right? You know, it's like, what else should I be doing? And it's like, oh my God. Speaking of our thing with Chad, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because that one really just, that whole meeting just kicked my ass (laughs) in the best way. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm doing all right. No, 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 no. It was good. Like I said, that break was restorative and stuff, but I mean, it did, it put a lot of things in, into focus, like, that you were just saying and, and Chad, you know, when I say that I, am I doing enough? Should I be doing more? What should I be doing? Is this even what I should be doing? You know, I, I battle all that stuff a lot. Mm. And, and he's like, you need like your hundred percent is like insane. <laughs> and so, someone else's 200% <laughs> literally. I, I can yeah. ask for that. And so he's yes. just like, you know, maybe do 50, 75%. And I'm just like, so all day yesterday, I was just like 75%, 75%. And I'm like rocking in my room, just trying to think like, okay, I'm doing, it's, it's okay. Everything I'm doing is okay. It's good. <sighs> it's exhausting. Effort to do 75%. To do that. Like I'm exuding even more. You're right. Oh my God. No wonder my body's shutting down. Okay. Back to hundred. Here we go. <laughs> Pedal to the metal. That's the only way I know. Um, <laughs> people from seeing the fruits of their efforts? I think it's that negative voice. I I think it's what we were just talking about. I think it's just not being kind and and just seeing that like every day that you come and you show up and you do things, it's, it's one step closer to your efforts, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you don't do that, or when you think I'm not doing enough, or could I be doing it different? Or should this be where I'm investing my time? I think it it robs from that. And I think it Mm -hmm. doesn't allow you to celebrate those little things. Mm -hmm. And I think too, like, if, if you are focused on always improving, it's a good thing, but also it can, if you're always focusing on like the weakest links in your chain, whether that's like, your fitness or your nutrition or your business or anything like it's, it can be exhausting and it can have you focus so much on the things you're trying to build up and that aren't where you want them yet. And it takes away from the things that you're just maybe taken for granted that are just thriving totally. and not celebrating that at all. And once again, that's why I love that wrap up thing. Cause I was like, why do I stress about this? Like, this is what we did just in one year. And so, like, I'm and it's not, the year time. isn't over. Like, like, we still have a whole nother, a whole nother month left. And it's just like, okay, no. Making uh, a TikTok of all your improvements helps to see the little wins add up. I can't do another app, but I love you, Jenna. <laughs> Make one for me. Yeah, we'll watch yours. 
<laughs> Your TikToks do make my day. You don't want to see me. I Yeah, that's not, I, I can't put my energy there. That's one thing I've learned. <laughs> I think if you do do a TikTok, you and the kids have to do a choreographed dance. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine that? Yeah, our rhythm. It's just limbs. We look like those blow up things in front of a car lot. We're just, <laughs> that's us. <laughs> that's my family. Yes, that's, 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 I mean, that's my kitchen after 4 p.m. Once we get home, it's just chaos. <laughs> okay, that's what you're getting for Christmas this year. You've got a sixth one in the house now. <laughs> that's okay. all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> back, back on track. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're good. We've got um, one more for uh, theme five. So what makes you feel like you want to give up? It's a very encouraging question. <laughs> what can you do? Everything. So waking up. <laughs> waking up makes you feel like you want to give up. <laughs> okay, does oh, anyone you. know a psychiatrist? We need some help today. I mean, stat. Stat, I know. I know. I love that lady. No, I don't want to seem like I'm hopeless. I'm not. But there is like a low level sadness, like I'm talking about, that is ingrained in me and is always at the surface of who I am. So I think that's why I want to continue to talk to people who are further ahead in the journey or have things that work for them or, you know, stay in things that keep me hopeful or make me feel like, okay, just breathe. You know, like mm-hmm. those, those mm-hmm. reminders I need to surround myself with all the damn time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, so what makes me want to give up? I mean, just honestly, if I'm, if I'm so clear right now, especially around like the podcast and work and stuff, it's feedback, not getting any feedback Mm -hmm. crushes me because here we are putting in hundreds and hundreds of hours on, on stuff and investing in people and doing things. And and I love that. But when we don't hear anything back, it's just kind of like like, screaming into a void. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, is it worth it? And that's when it's just like, that's the stuff where it's, that gets to me when it's like, I should just quit. But then that's why I have people like you and Chad and, and Simon who are saying like, you're doing the right stuff, like stay in it. Remember your why, remember why you're doing this. And, and then I can kind of kickstart the process of sticking with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mine's, I mean, once again, I'll bring up comparing. Um, when I start comparing to, like, other podcasts or other people or whatever it is, um, my insecurities start coming out, and then, um, mm. and that's definitely, it, it puts me in that mind frame of, of wanting to give up, for sure. It, like, makes me in a more, like, puts me in a more vulnerable position, I think. And overscheduling myself, too, like, we talk so much about breaks. Anything that, like, knocks me down. You've been out of control lately, by the way. I'm like mad at you. You need to slow the hell down. No, I, it's not even out of control. It's just not, I'm not organized. I'm extremely disorganized right now, like in my brain, in my, and partly is because I'm reading this book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich, and it's an amazing book, and it's this guy who's like teaching you how to like align all your finances and set up auto pay on everything, and like, like, put everything in your savings and your investments first. And then like it trickles down and you automate all your accounts. And I've been doing that the last couple of days. And like, I just feel like my schedule's off. My mind is in a million different places. And like, it's just like that one thing, especially when it's like your finances that you've always, even if it wasn't the most efficient way to do things, you just have always had this structure. And yeah, I totally, like, it's hard. 
it's it's hard and so like my brain is just like pew 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 did you remember to do this did you do this you have to do this and then the christmas shopping it's just like a lot <laughs> so i'm very disorganized but i'm not doing too much i promise <laughs> okay okay well, I'll help you get organized whenever you need it. Thank That's you. my love Thank language. You. I know, that is your love language. <laughs> I know. I have the best support, the support system. Um, but so that I don't lose focus, I think it's just reminding, like you said, it's the why. It's why am I doing this? It's going back to, like, the very basics. Why did we start this? Yeah. What, like, fuels us? Why, like, what message do we want to send out to people? And then that kind of refocuses me. Um, yeah, like Haley said, comparison is the thief of joy. It's, it's totally. so true. And it's so quick how it happens. It's almost insidious how, like, you don't realize it's, ha it's happening until you're like, I feel like shit right now. <laughs> like, why? It's why always after the fact. It's never yeah. when it's going. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm I'm it's so much time. Yeah. It's, it's, it eats away at you, and you don't even realize totally. you're, like, in a yeah. different headspace, and you're like, why yeah. did I do that again? <laughs> Yeah, no, you're so right. You're so right. So speaking of that, now we're on scene six, the quest for peace. Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so. so one of his questions, <laughs> um, what does it mean to you to act justly? I think it's just being honest, like morally right. You know, it's, it's, I think this is where I can tap into empathy a lot and understand people. Um, and then that makes you kind of be able to under get into that place of understanding where you can be honest and, and understand where they're coming from. And, and then it becomes just in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. I think, mm -hmm. I think to me, that's a very situational thing, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't know, but I think honesty, integrity is, is everything. Yeah. So, to me, that's <laughs> acting. Justly. Yeah. Well, it's, for, for me, like, when I think of, like, acting justly, I think of fairness, but I think the hard part about that is, like, fairness is definitely subjective, and everybody thinks, you know, everybody thinks of fairness a little bit differently because their experience is different, their values are different, their morals are different, and it's, like, it's hard to, like, pinpoint what is just and fair. That's why there's lawyers and court and all that, but yeah, but you don't even get me started on all that shit. <laughs> Sorry. Sensitive subject. Um, yeah. I, I think that's where I was saying, like, that's why I can lean into the empathy, because you do realize that people are from different backgrounds, perspectives, mm -hmm. situations. And when you do that, you're able to make a more just response. I, it, it, yeah, it just yeah. depends on what the situation is. But well, I don't and, know. Um, he put... Jerry put in the book a quote from MLK that says, real peace isn't the absence of hostility and tension. Real peace is the presence of justice. And I thought that was so great because it's, it's like, beautiful. as long as, like you said, we stay true to ourselves and stay honest, I think as human beings, I do think we're all inherently good people. I think people get off on a wrong path and make bad decisions. And then there's that like shame cycle and they just keep... But I think deep down, people know when they're making a bad decision versus a good decision. And if they keep, you know, honest with their heart, then we would get like a more just society. Yeah, I completely agree. And that's my TED completely. talk. What are you going to feed? You know, like I have that. Have you ever heard? It's like the tale of two wolves. It's like which, yeah. which wolf is eating. Yeah. So it, Hank, I have that 
hanging outside my boy's be- uh, bedroom in the hallway. Yeah. But it, it's just a reminder of like, which, what are you going to feed today? You know, mm-hmm. what are you going to give your energy to? And is it going to be bad or is it going to be good? Because like you said, you do know when it's bad. You inherently know when it's bad. I I, I don't know a case when people don't know that they're not making a right choice. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth, but yeah. I agree with you. Well, I think sometimes <laughs> it's definitely confusing, and obviously it's always easier looking back at what the right choice might have been, but I do think everyone has gut feelings that can speak to them if they allow them to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's what you're tapping into, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I love it. Um, why is reconciliation so hard? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> oh God, let's see what I wrote down. Let's see. I just put because it's bending and giving up your need to be right. Mm. Oh, I like that bending. Yeah, like compromising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reconciliation's a weird thing, and we get into this with Jerry too because we talk about like my upbringing was in Catholic, and so you go to reconciliation to like atone for your sins. And mm-hmm. I remember even as a kid, like, why the hell am I here? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Um, and so I would, I would honestly make up things. Because <laughs> we had to go to reconciliation. Like I went to Catholic school. It was like a thing. And it was just like, I'm not going to tell you what the hell I've been up to. Like, I know you know. Yeah. I'm like, what? I just remember always having that. Um, but like, I, I just don't, I don't know. I think it is. It's just, it's just bending. I think it's bending and like for reconciliation, I looked it up um, just to make sure I understood like what we were talking about and yeah. it said uh, it's the restoration of friendly relations. And I think like usually if you're reconciling, it's because you had a disagreement or an argument or, you know, a full fallout of some kind. Um, but I think the hard part is like, there's like steps to like actually forgiving someone and that has to happen like on both sides. So Mm-hmm. you both have to empathize with the other person, even if they hurt you or you don't agree with the decision they made. And then you both have to forgive that person, even if that, you know, you still can't yeah. understand. It's making your views com- compatible, you know, yeah. Yeah. both sides of it. Go of the feelings behind there it is. Yep. And that's, that is for me, like, that's very hard for me to do. I, I hold grudges sometimes without even realizing it until I'm like, thinking about Betsy or like, I'm like, where is this? Like, where's this hatred hiding in my soul? Deep down. Yeah, it's there. That's what I was talking to Ruby the other day. And she's like, you know, I can be a petty bitch. And I was like, me too, girl. (laughs) She's like, people better be scared. I can be petty. I was like, yep. Yep. (laughs) Uh, yep. Sometimes it's warranted, but I mean, at the same time, like you can't. Sometimes letting go is hard, but like it does feel so freeing when you. That's can. the piece. Yeah. That's the piece right. of just saying, like, I think when you can forgive people, even though you would have made a different decision for yourself or it really hurt you, um, and you're able to forgive them and move forward with different boundaries and different, you know, insert all the the buzzwords, but. Um, yeah, I think I, I think that there is a great piece to that inner piece yeah. in knowing that you can move forward, but be aware. 
and the it's like the mental space and energy that frees up when you're oh, totally focused on how pissed off or frustrated you are with whoever or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. We've got two more questions. Okay. Let's do um, it. When you think about your inner peace on a scale of one to 10, I know it's a daily thing. Uh, yeah. How do you rate yourself? I'm in a solid six. <laughs> wow. You're doing better than me. <laughs> But I think if you were to ask me, like, in spring, summertime, I'd yeah. be up to, like, an eight, eight and a half. <laughs> you know? depression brings you down. Seasonal depression is a real thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I think my life has been weird this last year. And I haven't really paid attention to that, I think. Like, we've had lots of big changes, and I've just kept going. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I, I think inner peace is something that, I have to carry with me all the time mm -hmm. to just manage. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm at a six. <laughs> I'm, I'm at, at a six. six. I'm at a six. <laughs> Fake smile alert. Um, I put myself at a five. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I put myself at a five because I, I do feel great 90% of the time. But where the, the, the other five comes in is like, it does not take a lot to knock me down into like a negative headspace, even if it's just for a few seconds and then I work my way back out of it. Like it could literally be the lights out on 380 and I've got to sit in five extra minutes of traffic and like that whole drive for me is ruined. The worst. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Because I just turn around and go home. Yeah. That's all my clients, I'm sorry. No, the day no, is ruined, yeah. The day is ruined. Um, and so... Even if it's short-lived, I don't like that. I don't know if it's like an impatience or like a short temper problem or if it's just being human sometimes. Like, I guess that's, it's all subjective, but all together, I don't yeah. like that it's little things that can just bump me down and then I have to like consciously work my way back up to like a, a positive state. You know what I'm saying? I think it helps that I'm surrounded by little people that need me. Totally. And to they're pretty positive themselves, I think. They're so positive. Yeah. Like, they're just a bunch of little inspirational speakers. Like, they're just, oh. they're the, I mean, they're the best. Yeah. They, they keep it, they remind you of what's important all the time. So I think that's why I'm able to just, like, all I have to do is literally open my eyes and look around at how incredible my life is. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. you, you know, you can snap out of it pretty quick. And then you're like, okay, fine, I'm a six. Then I'm a six. Yeah, I can, six. I can deal with this. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's just easy. When you, when you have those little mirrors in your life, though, I mean, it does change the game 1,000%. Mm -hmm. My mirrors are my cats, so they don't do much in terms of <laughs> peace of mind. Petting them is pretty peaceful, but uh, other than that, they're not showing me how to be a human, so. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll a few years for that mirror. I'll have the kids but, call you. Yeah, please. <laughs> I would love that, actually. That would definitely yeah. bring me up to a six. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty wonderful. They They're are. pretty wonderful. They okay. So uh, one more. What is one thing you can do to help bring yourself inner peace? Yeah. I mean, I creating things. It doesn't matter what it is. Art, drawing, a project around the house, just being outside. As, as long as I'm making and doing something, I am just like, that's, I can bliss out in that. And yeah. And that's why, like, and, and a lot of the work that I do with Chad, like, individually is making sure that I carve out time to do that because I don't uh -huh. naturally just do that for myself. 
And so I have to be reminded of that. <laughs> I have to yeah. put it in my schedule, you know, yeah. and it's a weird that you have to schedule fun time, but for yeah. me, I do because, well, you know, and it goes back to with, with stuff with near. I mean, I think that's why that book was so impactful for me was because it was, it really taught me to live my values. How and to so, live your values. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it's, it's, putting things in my day that are going to make me the type of person that I want to be. And I ha that includes play and, and fun and creating and, and I have to carve time to do that. But when life gets busier, we get hyper-focused on things. Our own personal needs tend to go to the wayside. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and we fill it with more of the stuff that doesn't give us the energy to do good work. So mm -hmm. that's a, a big thing for me in, in creating and doing that helps me find peace and, and, feel more fulfilled. So that's what I yeah. try to do. Yeah. My, my, I have like a very cookie cutter answer, but it really works for me. If I can just remind myself what I'm grateful for, um, mm -hmm. if I'm feeling like this, like disturbance inside, just refocusing on what I have and what like, like the, the skills that I have that I like about myself, the people in my life, the, the cats, <laughs> even blue. <laughs> Yeah. I All love right. blue. You don't give that dog enough credit. I freaking love blue. Okay. Well, she's I'm an angel part out of the podcast. <laughs> Satan, you heard it from me. I love her. <laughs> she's all right. She's all right. Um, but yeah, just reminding myself what I'm grateful for and, and why I want to like go through the day and what I want to make out of the day, I think makes mm -hmm. puts me at like more of a peaceful mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I completely agree. It's a good thing. Gratitude's a wonder drug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it really is. thank you, Jerry, for this book. And this yeah. actually um, part of the bookshelf giveaway. Do you want to talk about that, Cal? Yeah, let's do it. So um, if you head over to HTC Pod or click the link in our Instagram bio, you can sign up to be on our mailing list. We don't bombard you. It's just fun things going on in our community. And when you do that, you're automatically entered to win a copy of Jer's Ayers book. <laughs> for, free. Um, for free. For free. We'll send it to you. We'll leave you a sweet little note inside or something like that. Um, it really is amazing. He breaks it down into those six themes that we covered in part one and part two of Am I Enlightened? And um, I'm really excited for you guys to get to know Jerry on Monday mm -hmm. with his episode. Um, I'll let you kind of talk about that. But yeah, go to our website, type in your email, you're automatically entered to win. And we're going to announce um, the winner on Coffee and Conversations um, on December 16th, I believe. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you have till the 15th to enter. <laughs> um, just go do it. We want to get this in, in the hands of people because it really is. It's, it's beautiful. First of all, it's going to yeah. look great on your shelf and make a great gift for someone. But it is, it's a daily devotional um, through all different faiths. And if you are into spirituality or struggling with maybe how you feel on things or is there God, is there not, all these things that we kind of contemplate in the wee hours of the night, um, <laughs> this book will help you kind of navigate that and then put some really hopeful, inspiring stuff at the end of it with a prayer to kind of get your day and your life moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So it's And, and all these questions that we went over plus more. Yeah. What I really liked about this is, like, since he did study hundreds of different religions, most of them are represented in this book. So even if you identify as one religion, you're represented here. If you don't identify at all or don't even know yeah. where to start, like, this is such a good tool because, you know, you would have to do your own research into one specific religion at a time. But, like, he he focuses on what they all have, like, in they are in common, in common. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And so, um, 
it's just, it's, it, it brings me inner peace to read this book, to be honest. With I agree. You. Um, so okay. instead of focusing on what all is different about all the religions or why one's wrong and one's right, this, this does the exact opposite. And it just makes your faith stronger, no matter where that, you know, lies. For you. Yeah, I completely um, agree. But so his episode airs Monday. Um, he answers so many questions. I, I asked him some of the questions we've been talking about today. Um, I had just notes and notes of questions. I know you did too, Cal. And he, he didn't just write this book. What was the other book that you read that he wrote? Blurring the Lines. And it was a book about his life because while he's been an ordained um, interfaith minister for, um, gosh, I can't remember how many years it's been now. I don't a know long that. time. Uh, a long time before his life was kind of crazy. He was, he moved out to LA and Blurring the Lines will blow your freaking mind. Oh, MG. Like I, I even tell him, I was like, I woke up early the morning um, that we recorded with him just so I could finish it because I literally couldn't put it down. Um, yeah. You can get it on an audible and he reads it and it's really cute. But um, the, the book itself just was like, it, it needs to be a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's that crazy and wild. And even if a shred of it was his life, it's like, will blow your mind. But yeah, yeah, that was a really and good he, one. He wrote that one like 10 years ago, but um, it's really, really okay. good. And, and the theme of that one, I don't mean to keep cutting you off. No, yeah. Fine, fine. The theme of that one is what are you willing to sell your soul for? And so we, we talk a lot about that um, when we, when we speak with him and I don't know, I loved it. It's such a joyful conversation. I, I love Jerry. It's <laughs> one of my favorites and it's a longer yeah. one. It's like closer to an hour and a half and we just yeah. didn't stop talking to him. So, and that won't be the last time we do. He's, he's wonderful. So yeah. um, you can watch all our full episodes moving forward at htcpod.com. The links to anything that we chat about um, during the episodes, including our wish list products from our holiday wish list, Treat Yourself podcast. Treat Yourself. Um, they're up there as well if you wanted to look into those. And all the ways to connect with our guests that we have are up on the website. So that's htcpod.com. And um, don't forget to subscribe, and you'll get all the episodes and information straight to your inbox. And, and you'll be um, entered. Oh, and you'll be entered, yes, to win the, Jerry's book. So go do that. Subscribe, please. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have a good day. Thank Peace you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you and also with you. Okay. <laughs> Y'all. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, we invite you to come be a part of the HDC community. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching at Have the Combo. For information on all of our shows, guests, and more, visit htcpod.com. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Talk soon.